it just me or is it feeling mighty husky and mighty healthy in here let's go can you feel it can you feel it Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's round of applause. Let's go. One more time. One more time. Give, give it up a hug. Yeah. You know that's what we're doing. So, um, good evening, everybody. You know it's um Tuesday. You know, and um, I'm here to follow up to my uh, Justice League Snyder Cut review. Um, you know, episode that I put out a couple days ago. So if you guys have not watched the Justice League Snyder Cut, please go watch that. And this is going to be a follow-up video to that. Um, if you guys listen to my last episode, it's very, very spoiler-ish, <laughs> to say the least, you know. Um, if you guys are an OG fan like me, I knew very well. Um, you know, you guys know my passion for Dark Side and anything Jack Kirby with Apocalypse and the new guys and new Genesis and all that stuff as well. Um, so listen to the last episode of my podcast. And um, I just want to say shame on Warner Brothers. Shame on Zack Snyder for giving us that cash grab of a movie. Just to get HBO Max subscribers. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to boo those guys. <laughs> yeah, trash. You know, I ain't going to say it's trash. Let me be respectful. But it did have some good crowning moments, like um, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot was amazing. But it's, I'm not going to review that all over again. But just so you know, if you guys are you know a fan of DC like how I am, you know you might have been a little disappointed. I know a lot of people loved it, but I was not one of them. I fell asleep the first time with the original cut, and I once I fell asleep the first time, I know it wasn't going to be any good. And the second time around was no different. It took me two or three days just to watch it. I know it's long. I know it's a four-hour cut. But guess what? Those are, you know, a lot of hours I cannot get back. So with that being said, I'm doing a follow-up, you know, um, episode. And um, it's titled, Where Should the DCEU Go From Here? All right. Where should the DCEU go from here? You know, I'm just going to throw a little. Hmm. That's a good question, right? Good question. Where should they go from here? So, you know, DCEU is up in the air right now. They're not sure what they're going to do. Um, I know, you know, if you guys have heard, like, you know, they lost directors. They're not going to bring back Zack Snyder for anything else. I know there's been some rumors that Ezra Miller was in some hot water with certain, you know, young ladies and stuff like that as well. I'm not going to talk about that, but Google is your friend. You know, definitely Google it if you want to find out, you know, the issues that he's kind of been in. And, um, you know, no doubt about it, DC still has a lot of things in the pipeline. Uh, some big screens, some small things. You know, Wonder Woman 3 is going to be out. I don't know when, you know, Gal Gadot was expecting. Congratulations to Gal Gadot. We're going to give her... Yeah. Yeah. She's a baby. You know, Wonder Woman's having a baby, which is cool. Um, you know, they talked about some Justice League dark things. For the longest time, they had Guillermo del Toro supposed to head um, a uh, Justice League dark film. I'm not sure if he was a part of the animated 
movie that came out, which is good. I, I definitely recommend that, Justice League Dark. Um, there's a Blue Beetle movie coming out with uh, Jamie Reyes or some type of project. There's tons of DC projects coming down the pipeline. Some animated, some live action. So I don't know what they're going to do, but they need to do something. I recommend Flashpoint. Who knows if they're going to make that happen, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But so this is all about what should the DCEU do after, you know, Justice League Snyder Cut. So my recommendation is to do another live movie. All right. Of with the same characters. You know, we keep Jason Momoa. We keep um, we keep all the same cast, you know, maybe. I'm not sure how long it's going to take to film this, but my recommendation is to have DCEU and Warner Brothers do uh, Justice League, all right, the Tower of Babel storyline. Now, the Tower of Babel, if you guys don't know, it's, it's biblical. No, it's a biblical story, you know, about, you know, um, I forgot, the you know, the race of people, but you figure, like, in the biblical times, you know, these group of people trying to build a tower to reach God, you know, that's what it's all about. So, um, tons and tons of different stories about it. I'm sure there's some movies, you know, referenced about it, but justice league tower of Babel was one of my favorite stories. It was, um, published in, you know, July through October of 2000, you know, it was done by, uh, who was it done by, if I remember, uh, Mark Wade wrote it. And um, very, very dope story. So the story is, it deals with Batman's perceived betrayal of his Justice League members. When I say perceived, what happens is when a Batman's greatest foes, and we're going to talk about this maybe at a different day, or maybe even in this episode, I'm going to throw in some people who I feel like who should be, you know, one of Batman's um, greatest foes, and that's Ra's al Ghul. And that's his baby mother's, uh, you know, baby mother's father. And Talia Al Ghul, spoiler alert if you didn't know that, Damian Wayne is uh, Talia Ghul's mom. And Raja Ghul is Talia Ghul's mom. So, father, father, excuse me. You know, so if you guys know that already, you guys should know that. Well, now you know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> um, so, it starts by, uh, there was a t- point in time when the Justice League, were had their bodies swapped with the uh if memory serves me right it was with um the injustice league swap bodies with the justice league if you guys don't know the injustice league it's um give a quick little background about that all right i was trying to think trying to jog my memory and by the way this is a good time for me to plug your local library go to your local library if you're not sure or if you don't want to spend the money to get these graphic novels in which I speak of, go to your local library. You can do it right from your phone. Uh, go to your local library, get a library card. You can go in your car, request it, and it's sent to your local library, and you don't have to worry about it. But um, so um, oh, so the Injustice League. You guys can always look this up too as well. The Injustice League was a group of guys that uh. It consisted of Lex Luthor, Black Manta, Catwoman, Kronos, Dr. Light, Felix Faust, Mr. Element, Penguin, Sinestro, and Zoom. When you think about it, it's like a newer version of the Legion of Doom. 
All right. So somehow, some way, they swap bodies, and they had to figure out. Batman had to think of a way to stop his his uh stop the Justice League because they had their bodies taken over. So he had to figure out a way to neutralize their powers. So Batman, you know, thought of ways to de to neutralize his you know his his team. Just in case if they ever got go rogue or if they were ever to get possessed like they were or body swapped, whatever the case may be, to take them out. That way they want to pretty obliterate your earth. Almost uh messed that up there. So some of the key people in Tower of Babel was uh Martian Manhunter. You know, and Matt um, by the way, I'm not they didn't have let me see, did they have a film of this? I know they had um They didn't have a actual animated movie of this, but there was certain episodes of, I think, Justice League Unlimited or in some of the other Justice League movies that they've taken some of the ways that Batman has neutralized his team members and use them in different movies, you know, just to neutralize them. So it may not necessarily been a Tower of Babel storyline, but it was definitely um, referenced. So let me just double check that it was, um, yeah. Elements of the story were adopted on the flash. Um, is this one animated movie where they, they took some of that stuff in, but we'll, we'll about that later. So Martian Manhunter is covering nanites. Nanites are like, um, you know, little microscopic, you know, robots, um, that converted the outer layer of his skin and turned into magnesium, causing him to burst into flames. So caused him to pretty much spontaneously combust. And which is fire as being his weakness. He couldn't go anywhere. As long as he was exposed to air, he was on fire. He was permanently in hell, just burning, just burning, 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 burning. All right. Plastic man was frozen with liquid nitrogen and shattered. You know, anybody knows plastic man, you know, that's like, you know, uh, DC's Mr. Fantastic. You know, so of course, you know, what happens when you uh, hit rubber with um, you freeze rubber, it gets brittle, you know, so that's what happened to him. Aquaman was rendered aquaphobic. All right. So they, they made Aquaman afraid of water and Aquaman needs water to survive. And without water, you know, he would die in a matter of hours. Green Lantern had his will um, tampered with. Um, he was made blind by his power ring and by hypnosis. And it was Kyle Rayner, not uh, Hal Jordan or John Stewart's Kyle Rayner's Green Lantern that, uh, you know, Batman, you know, messed with. But eventually, though, Kyle was able to get over that. Uh, Wonder Woman was probably the most interesting thing. So with Wonder Woman, he injected a nanite into her ear and it messed with her mind to the point where everybody she read, she was stuck in a virtual reality. So or augmented reality, as we say these days. So anything she saw, it was her enemy Cheetah. And I definitely saw this in one of the animated move, one of the animated movies or one of the shows where everybody she saw was Cheetah, human, civilians, whoever. It was Cheetah. So she tried to fight and kill everything moving. And what that did was, um, by her refusal to surrender to continue to fight, she would die of exhaustion which is pretty sweet. You know, um, Batman got, I mean, excuse me, Flash got shot with a special bullet in the back of the neck, causing him to experience seizures at light speed. 
It's called a viral bullet. So whenever he reached a certain speed, you know, he, he would get seizures and, you know, that, that would take him out. And then um, Superman's skin, uh, Batman uh, had some green kryptonite, exposed it to radiation, turned it to red. And that weekend, um, Superman's skin had become transparent. And, it, and that overloaded his natural solar healing um, powers. So, you know, that would take out Batman. And um, while Batman was fighting, you know, his team members, Ra's al stole, you know, Batman's, you know, by Karen's body and try to take him to the Lazarus pit, try to resurrect him, but Batman said no. And eventually, it was a big distraction, distraction because um, Rajah Go was trying to take over the world with some type of huge satellite that caused some type of disruption. You know, you know how the, you know the evil guys go. You know, so when it was all said and done, the Justice League had a vote whether they should keep Batman in the Justice League. Right? So imagine that Batman, one of the founding members. He's at risk now of getting kicked out. So. Just imagine that, you know, it was just, just unreal. So. Wonder Woman, Plastic Man and Aquaman felt that they couldn't trust Batman. All right. Well, Flash, Green Lantern and the Martian Manhunter voted to keep Batman in. And the remaining vote was left to Superman, and Batman just packed up his um, you know, he packed up his gear and took his ball and went home because he already knew that Superman was did not want to keep him in the league. So, by the time I post this, I'm gonna um, post uh or share tag you know, maybe a YouTube video or maybe somewhere where they had an animated version of this. I know I'm not tripping, or whether it was the Justice League cartoon or anything where they kind of use some of these things to uh. You know, to to get the storyline across, but they definitely had some type of animated thing of it as well. All right, um, beautiful story. You know, I love it because it really showed how Batman is always prepared. People always talk about how oh, Batman can't be the gold. You know, his superpower is money, but Batman he doesn't play chess. He plays like super chess. You know, he's like thirty moves, fifty moves ahead. And he had to think of something like that where, okay, if Martian Manhunter, if I went over Martian Manhunter, what do I need to do? And he had it in his back pocket just in case, you know. He had it for Superman just in case. You know, he had a little something for everybody. And when you look at it, it's the things that he did, it was so genius, so smart, you know. It's like, wow, who, who, who thinks of stuff like that? But Bruce Wayne did. Bruce, that's why Bruce Wayne's the GOAT. Clap it up for Bruce Wayne. Clap it up for Batman. You know, you get Batman awards, but you know, the one in the same, but still, you know. So, if anybody who says Batman he can't be anybody with prep time, then that's a lie. That's what I say to you. <laughs> so, uh, Tower of Babel storyline. So, in terms of actors, all right? So, they never specifically said what Ray Jagul's race was. Now we had Liam Neeson, you know, in the Christian Bale films as, you know, Ray Jagul, but I don't see, I don't think we can use, you know, Liam Neeson again, you know, he, he's been done before, you know, 
so right now I'm, as I'm on my computer I'm just you know clicking around and I'm trying to see uh, you know who who can I picture being raised al ghul you know and by the way sound off in the comments sound off um you know comment like share subscribe um my facebook page husky heroes the healthy heroines assemble on facebook or just you know tag me or inbox me on most social media at husky hero 716 if you guys are going to shoot me an email it's going to be um, husky hero 716 at gmail.com h-u-s-k-y h-e-r-o 716 at gmail.com and um and other places as well so when i look at raise our goal he's always had this distinct look uh, you know, sometimes he's portrayed as more Caucasian or Middle Eastern. Sometimes he looks more Indian. Um, so I would go, I don't, I don't know too many Arabic actors out there. So I would go with somebody new. Somebody older, somebody new. Um, there's this one gentleman who I like. He's kind of older now. He doesn't have the, the face I would like. Um, he was Electra's father. Yes, I said Electra from Daredevil, which I care for very very much even you know when it comes to superhero movies on a side note all right they're like pizza you know it could be like you know frozen pizza but pizza is still pizza even though it's bad it's still good you know all right so one actor that comes across my mind is um hopefully he's still alive i don't want to kill anybody off but uh it was Electra's father in the 2005 film. He's also played in a couple of different movies. Let's see if I can find him. He is, his name is, um, oh no, I'm trying to think. Um, I see his face, but I just can't picture his name. He was in a couple other movies as well. Um, okay, he wasn't in Electra. He was. Maybe the TV show? Was he in a Daredevil TV show? No, he, he's still, no. He, he, I think he has a Greek name. Um, as well. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Well, anyways, uh, once we get him down, he'll be good. All right. Still trying to find this guy. Um, you know, we still with Ben Affleck. We'll stick with uh, Henry Cavill if we can, if DC can afford him. You know, he's a, he's a hot commodity to come by. I cannot find this guy. Well, I might do an, another episode as well, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll think about that. So, so Raja Ghoul trying to think Raja Ghoul, but anyways, uh, Plastic Man will be interesting see plastic man see i wouldn't mind having ezra miller as plastic man i didn't like him as a flash but you know ezra miller as a um that'd be different you know that'd be cool i could picture him being a plastic man or somebody kind of quirky like who could be serious at times it's, it's hard to say somebody with a decent haircut so That'd be interesting. Martian Manhunter. I like 
the guy who was um, Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl on the CW. I'm not sure if they were ever bring anybody come to the big screen. Or Nate Parker. I could picture him as a Martian Manhunter, you know. Uh, I've always been on record saying this. As far as my Kyle Rayner for a Green Lantern, I would love to have Zac Efron. You know, I like his physique. I like his look. I'm not sure if he's down with playing um, LGBTQIA character. And by the way, Kyle Rayner is gay, which is which is which is cool. You know, he's one of the first people who's, uh, besides Alan Scott Green Lantern, he I think he might have been uh, he was up there as one of the first few people that uh, DC decided uh, to make um, gay, I believe. So if I'm wrong, don't quote me on that. But you know, um, so you will get that representation in that type of film, Tower of Babel. Um, Wonder Woman, I would like I would love to keep the same if she's you know not having a baby or if they're making this a couple times out in advance that will work, that'd be cool. I'm um, trying to think of anybody else. Uh, we said that 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 keep you know uh, Jason Momoa. You know keep him in there. You know I wouldn't change him at all. You know I don't like him as Aquaman, but he's growing on me. You know he he did he does have a good role per se, but. Uh, yeah, I'm not, you know, yeah, he's all right. So that's that there, that's that there. Yeah, that's about everybody else, you know. Um, as far as Talia Al Ghul, that would be interesting. That right there, I wouldn't know. I would like somebody Spanish, like uh, um, somebody from Spain, not actually Spanish, somebody from Spain, like, you know, somebody with a, with, with like an accent, you know, like a light accent, like, you know, um, I can't think of any actors or actresses right now for, for some of these roles, so forgive me for that. But that'd be cool. And also Tower of Babel. You know, you could it, it's a reach, but you could kind of spin this off a couple of different ways, you know. Batman gets distracted by the League of Assassins, he meets Taya Al Ghul, you know, just like in anim, in the animated movies, you know, she drugs him, they have a good time, and you know, years later he meets Damien for the first time, and I can kind of set it up that way. Who knows, you know, you kind of, you know, DC can kind of, you know, swing it a couple of different ways. But tell me what are your thoughts? You know, what, what, what do you think? And what should the DC EU do after Zack Snyder's cash grab of a movie, cash grab of a cut of Justice League? You know, what what should they do? Um, I really hope if they're going to... I'm not sure if they're ever going to revisit Dark Side, but if they're going to bring it back as a continuation, you got to have the Furies, you got to have um, Granny Goodness, you got to have Stompa, you got to have Big Barda. I know I said this in, on my review before. You got to have those people in there. Um, I know a lot of people are upset with Gina Carano, but I would, she was my pick to be Big Barda. If they ever do a live action iteration of the. Is it the Furies or the Valkyries? Forgive me if I say that. Let's see. Is it the... Um... So let me just make sure I got it right. All right. The Furies. Or is it the Valkyries? The, the female Furies. There we go. Yep. The, not the Valkyries, guys. The female Furies. That's what I was thinking about. All right. So... Uh. Female Furies, definitely led by uh, Granny Goodness. You got uh, Lashina, you know, Mad Harriet, Stompa, Big Barda, you know, Bernadette, all right. Um, 
classic people. Classics that people like that as well. So yeah, keep that in mind. That that that's how I would rather have, you know. Awesome looks. Awesome, you know, you know, move sets they have. They work well together, you know. Interesting designs, that'd be awesome. So the female furies, that'd be dope, you know. But at the same time, you know, who knows what DC are gonna do. That's what I would recommend. Also, um, have the new gods. You know, I definitely see Orion in there, definitely High Father. But that's a whole different episode in itself. DC, they need to flesh out these characters. Just like how, I hate to compare them to Marvel, but just how Marvel is coming out with the Celestials. No, but them doing a Celestials movie, they could redo the Inhumans after the atrocity they had on ABC. They could kind of, you know, wash that taste out your mouth and do the Inhumans the right way after they do the Celestials. Like I said, that's a whole different, um, a whole different episode, a whole different other time. I just want to focus on DC today. So definitely, if you're going to do Dark Side, bring it back there. But, you know, don't go straight for the big bads right away. They had plenty of formidable villains they could have went to for Justice League. They could have did Brainiac. They could have did Parasite Metallo. They could have did a, a small version of, you know, the Legion of Doom. Like, they could have had Cheetah. Especially if you know if you're gonna have a Wonder Woman movie, even though she wasn't introduced until you know after Justice League was done, but you could have had Cheetah make an appearance earlier. So between Cheetah, Black Manta, who they already you know introduced in the film, you know, and fun fact, I didn't know Black Manta was actually black until I was grown until like two or three years ago. Oh, whenever the first Aquaman movie came out, that's when I really found out he was black. So that's a little fun fact, you know. So Luthor as well, and you could have did you could have did Jerry's little Joker. That'd have been interesting to see him interact with everybody else, and rather they can go full blown dark side. So that's it is what it is. You know you can do about it now. Now DC is stuck in movie purgatory, so they're banking on Robert Pattinson's Batman, which I'm banking on too. I got a feeling that's going to be good. And it was Zoe Kravitz looks beautiful as Catwoman. Can't be mad at that at all. You know Robert Pattinson and that quick little trailer he had looks amazing. What's that guy's name? Um, Colin Farrell had no idea he was Penguin. Especially looking in the movie, he's transformed himself amazingly. So we we'll see how that turns out. And um, the villain, they say it's the realer, but to me it looks like Hush. We'll find out if you guys know who Hush is. Hush is pretty cool, you know, pretty cool villain. I'm not gonna spoil it just in case, but you know, you guys can do your research and support your local libraries. Google is your friend, and also. Support your local libraries. Get a library card, you know. Read some books. Keep them in business, all right? They're social distance. They're safe enough to go. They sanitize the books before they ship them around everywhere, okay? So, and, and they quarantine the books to make sure everybody is safe. COVID safety is still key, people. Vaccine or no vaccine, still do your part in terms of COVID safety. So, tell me what's next for the DCEU, all right? Um... The Flash is back on the CW. Black Lightning is back on the CW. Both awesome shows so far. They're kind of finishing up the the COVID season, so they're looking good. I'm not watching Batwoman. Not interested. You know, it looks kind of boring to me. I barely watched the last one. This is the final season of Supergirl. Actually, I think it's all the final season for all the CW shows. So I got a feeling they may fold some of those people into the DCEU. 
kind of like how Marvel has been flirting with some of the Netflix characters that they've used and some of the actors for them to kind of fold them into the MCU. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do work with, um, you know, Black Lightning and Flash and Supergirl. And I wonder what's going to happen with Stargirl. Stargirl had a good show on the CW. And by the way, you guys can watch that for free on the CW app. I don't get paid to say that, but I'm a huge comic book fan. I want to make sure that you guys, um, you know, read up on those things as well. Okay. So once again, this is Husky Hero, G Thread, the Husky Hero himself. The big bat husky daddy, El Husky Nerico, okay? Bring you another episode with a uh, DCEU follow-up. What should Warner Brothers do? And I feel like they should do the Tower of Babel storyline, all right? So sound off in the comments. Sound off at wherever this podcast is share. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all right? Liking something is free. and I'm not asking for money. Just like it and share it. Those things are free. If you guys ever want to send a donation, Feel free to shoot me an email and ask me how. Huskyhero716 at gmail.com. Once again, the email is H-U-S-K-Y-H-E-R-O 716 at gmail.com. Also, follow me on most social media platforms at Huskyhero716. All right. And also on Facebook, I have a Facebook page, which I'm going to make a group as well. And that's Husky Heroes and Healthy Heroines, all right? And also follow me on your podcast apps at Husky Heroes Assemble. And by the way, it's Gary, a.k.a. Husky Hero. Thanks for listening. And... So hopefully this is good for you as well, okay? And by all means, stay happy, stay healthy, and also stay husky, you know? Not just your weight, but also your lifestyle. Take care, everybody.